This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. Wow, this is the last Sunday of the... And the last Sunday of the first half of the year. God is good. Hallelujah. Let me make this announcement as we start. By Thursday, 11.30 in the night, we will be praying into Friday morning. Just 45 minutes. We start 11.30. It's a media crossover service. Yeah. And, well, you are not coming here. It's online. I'll be the only one. <laughs> Maybe with the worshipers. And by the grace of God, I want to ask everybody in your homes, join. We've never done this before. 30 minutes to the end of the first half of the year, we start praying into 15 minutes of the first 15, minute, first 15 minutes of the second half of the year. We worship a little, we pray a little, and then we begin to speak God's word. Remember, he created heaven and earth by his word. You can structure the second half of the year. And it does not matter how the first half has been. The second half will be awesome. For better is the end of a thing than the beginning. Hallelujah. Tell all your friends. We have a short advert for that to come out maybe later today. Tell all your friends and everybody around you, even those who are not members of this one, they can join. It's just online. Instagram and Facebook. So 11.30, everybody sit at your sitting room. Don't lie down. Your best sleep might catch you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. Let's read the scripture from 2 Timothy chapter 1 Timothy 2 8. Not 2 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 8. 1 Timothy, and then whoever said, I will therefore. Let's read it together. Everybody, one, two, go. Wow. The Bible didn't talk about women. So they are not supposed to pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says that I will, therefore, that men pray everywhere. How many places? Everywhere. Let's read the second one. I will come back to the Luke 18, verse 1. Luke 18, 1. The Bible says, Jesus therefore put up this parable unto them that he might. And he spake a parable unto them to this end that again. What about women? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that men ought always. How many times? Always. The first part talks about men praying everywhere. The second part is talking about men praying at all times. So men are expected to pray everywhere, every time. Glory to God. Not to faint. So it is possible to faint. The Bible says if you are not praying, you are fainting. If you don't want to faint, you must pray. God bless you can have your seat. <laughs> the reason is so simple why God said men. Because in the wisdom of God, the Lord believes, the Lord knows, if men are praying, women will pray. 
But the opposite is what we see. Women praying. Men are not praying. Sincerely speaking, this is one thing that must happen to Christianity that will change the dynamics and will win the world over. Men, women are praying. There are more women in almost every church. Except this star. <laughs> there is someone told me one that they have more men. Because they talk about vision purpose. And those are languages of men. <laughs> Most other churches you have more women, but they have more men in this star. One of the few churches have defied that rule. Hallelujah. Women visit prophet, pastors, apostle, pope. They visit more women pray for their children. Women determine the spiritual atmosphere of many homes for the men are sleeping. And the Bible says why men slept. Enemies came in. God is not even holding prayerlessness against women. He said men ought to always pray. And then the Bible said they pray everywhere. When they gather in their friend's house, they must pray. When a man is driving, he must pray. When a man is sleeping, he must pray. When a man is broke, he must pray. When a man is rich, he must pray. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. I just want to share with us briefly importance of, maybe I'll talk about five things that prayer does. When we say the word prayer, what it does, and to this end, I'm calling on everybody. So I'm going to take maybe the first two, first service, and I'll continue. I've always said, whatever I start first service, those of you that are going home, just watch the second service. Okay? Hallelujah. Many times I feel like I'm sharing with you from the depth of my heart. Men ought always to pray. Is that not the reason for many breakups and issues in homes? I want to call your attention to something this morning as God's servant. I grew up as a church boy. I got born again when I was about 13 from a celestial church in my secondary school. I got born again in a scripture union and by the grace of God, I born again since 13. So God did not give me the opportunity of doing something bad. So I have never at one time enjoy life much on the other side because he rescued me on time. Well, that makes no difference whether you're born again at 30 or 40. No, born again is born again, okay? So, <laughs> it's not I just rescued some of us on time. I was in GHS3 when I got born again. I was planning to be bad in SS1. I was preparing. We had visions and plans. My son, some of my mates, and when we get to SS1 and they start calling us senior, ah, yeah, so when I got born again, I was not very happy. Because it did not allow me to do the things I planned to do. I remember when we were writing G GSS or GSC or so in junior secondary school. There were girls at Mark that I would ask out in SS1. And let's just get this face over. Then while I was cooking the plan, ah, it painfully. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, I was rescued. Now, since that time, till now, I have observed a trend. Let's start by saying that, look at all of you here. 
most of you don't come for prayer meeting. It's not so in this church only. It's everywhere in the body of Christ. But by the reason of the salvation as some of us are under scripture, you know, I would rather go for a prayer meeting than concert. I can't count. The biggest concert in Nigeria, worship concert that you all know, I have never stepped there once. Yet I know almost all the singers singing there. I begin to ask, I, I'm going to give this illustration. You see, to pull down a tree, and I think I said this to some people yesterday, to pull down a tree, it's going to be as easy as how many roots and how deeply rooted the roots are. Don't have one root supporting you. When something happens to the root, it will fall. The strength that many Christians have is just Sunday morning. That's dangerous. By the grace of God, I'm the one standing there preaching every Sunday. Yet I don't miss prayer meeting. Most Fridays I do have vigil, praying into the midnight. I pray to midnight almost every day of my life. But I am here Saturday morning to join them to pray. Because you do understand, the Bible said, the old world lieth in wickedness. The prayer that many Christians understand, and it is sad, is prayer of request, which is one of the prayers. Apostle Paul said in 1 Timothy 2.1, I exhort therefore first of all, that prayer, supplication, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. He mentioned about four types of prayer. Now, what I want to start with this morning is that the greatest part of prayer is not asking God to give you a car, asking God to give you a house. It's a prayer that gives you spiritual stamina in this wicked world we live in. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6, 18. The Bible says, pray with all kinds of prayer and supplication in the spirits. There is a reason. All kinds of prayer and supplication. All kinds. Why? Because this is a wicked and a fallen world. Number one, which is what I want to begin to share with us. Prayer energizes. It gives you stability, stamina. Of course, you all know Isaiah 40, 30. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strengths. Shall renew their strengths. But let's read Colossians 1, I think around verse 9. Colossians 1, 9. For this cause, since the day we had it, do not cease to pray for you. Desire that you might be filled with knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Next verse, 10. That you may walk worthy of the Lord, being fruitful in every one, increasing knowledge of God. Verse 11. Strengthened with might according to, your, to his glorious power, unto all patient, long suffering with joyfulness. All, all, all. See, inside every man and every woman, because you are still in the flesh. There are dangerous tendencies in your flesh. One day I sat back and I was thinking. What I'm about to say now, I am not picking on anybody. Please, I'm a pastor. I'm not, I'm talking about chronicles of what I have noticed in over 
26 years of being born again. But then, maybe about 10 years of being a pastor here, what I've noticed, people come to us that want to get married. In my heart at times, I'm giving grace to raise their spiritual stamina. It's sad to say it is bad. I feel bad about it. When I hear what is going on in some homes, even in this church, you just shake your head. They are the ones who never come for prayer meeting. The only time they show up is when they want to do marriage counseling. And I looked at the man, I'll look at the lady, I'll look at the man, and I'll shake my even before the marriage. You see, if you ask me to run from here to Yaba, I will faint. I'm not used to that kind of running. But there are people here who can jump from here to Yaba. Capacities are not the same. And when you're about to enter a new phase of life, ask whether you have the spiritual capacity. The Bible talks about prayer, all patience and long-suffering. The attitude not to knock, not to get offended, not to misbehave in marriage, it is regulated. That's that selfishness that is in all of us. That desire to do wrong stuff is controlled and regulated by prayer. This is not prayer of asking God to do this or that. This is a constant prayer. You see, life is like uh, weeding. If you don't weed, if you don't cut the grass in your house, the weed will grow again. You need to keep cutting. This is the most vital part of prayer and I hope the church that so many people are neglecting if you don't pray weeds will grow impatience will grow nagging will grow discouragement will grow and when they grow they affect you root of bitterness will grow are you with me? praise the Lord that stamina comes from the place of prayer there is a way of a praying man and I told you, don't have one root. So you pray by yourself. You join a praying group. I don't understand what some Christians want from God. They want to show up suddenly and God fix their issue immediately. But they don't want to see. It's not about what you receive or what you don't receive. It is more about who you are. Who you are will flow naturally. God is more concerned about growing you. And you grow as you pray. You leave grit behind. So, many people that we are counseling, you don't talk to your wife like that. You don't talk to your husband like that. You don't do that. Just tell them to become people of prayer. Disciples. Otherwise, you can't arrest your flesh. And all of us are in the flesh. It is suppressed. As people give it to spiritual things. Prayer strengthens. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew. That is the number one thing. Spiritual energy in this wicked world. And the more you do it, the deeper. This wicked world. I sat down with an elderly man one day. And I told them yesterday. I was talking to the leaders. And the man told me how people came. I think it was the time he was just celebrating something. And they came to grace. I said, he noticed that two of them were touching the shoulder. And then when it ended, it led to a serious. 
I mean, he felt sick almost immediately. They had to take him around and a lot of things. We live in a world. There is wickedness on one side. Apostle Paul spoke that scripture in uh, uh, Ephesians 6, 18, I pray with all types of prayer, when he was talking about dealing with principalities and power, that was the beginning. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You know, at times I'm looking at husband that we're about to, and I just look at the two of them. Sometimes, I, I am not uh, into what Africans call deliverance and all those things that they put fear in people, but I stay where the Bible says. Sometimes I ask questions. Grandpa chased out his wife. Daddy chased out his wife. Now you are married you don't see beyond the fact that there is an enemy that wants to get to the direction of your ancestors and you are ancestors and you are going that way. I don't like her. She's a, here, she doesn't give me food. Beyond what you are complaining about, can't you see that you are prepared to go the way those ahead of you have gone? No discernment, zero discernment. Busy complaining. She's this, she's that, she's this. And there's some women also. And then you look at them. Have you traced your history before? Are you not asking the necessary question? Several will close 70 before they realize that they missed the biggest opportunities in life. Because nobody can talk to them right now. And they've not sat down with those who are 70 in their family to ask them that if we were to replace that, they would tell them, I say, I wouldn't have separated from that first woman. I made that mistake. But you are about to make the same mistake. Because you're going to church does not mean anything. Until you start practicing what you have been taught. Men ought always. The Bible says always, not sometimes. Because as you pray, you release something to the atmosphere. You are energized. But you see, it's like food. It digests and it goes, except you replace it again. So it must be done constantly. Let them tell you that the pastor has done this, he's left with this, he's done that, he's there. Go and check very well. He has stopped praying. It's always the starting point. Because no matter how highly gifted you are spiritually, if you lack, if you, if you are missing the place of devotion, you are going to have serious problems. But the problem will be as big as the spiritual gift you have. This aspect of prayer strengthening people Spiritual strength. Do you know some people get born again for like six years and I said they are tired? Let me show you something from Daniel. Daniel chapter 7. I think verse 12 or so. Talking about one of the works of the beasts. Show me a verse that says that he shall wear up the saint of the Most High. Is it verse? I don't know. There is a verse like that. Let me look for it. I know it's chapter 7. If you have a comment, check the word where. You will see it. We will know the verse. Daniel 7. Go down. Maybe verse. Please, if you find it before me. I don't know scriptures. I know many, but uh, so help me out. Yeah. Verse 25. This is talking about the Antichrist. Talking about the beasts. And you see, John said that the spirit of Antichrist is already out now. The Bible said that he shall speak great words against the Most High and he shall wear out saints of the Most High. He shall wear them out. Why are many people weary and worn out? 
from when I was here, I started observing this. Some people just come, new session. Yeah, you know, my grades are not good. I'm now tired, you know. I need a break. I need a break. I need a break. They are tired. They are worn out. Because if you work for him and you don't work with him, you will suffer. I don't even like workers who do a lot in church and they are not praying. Because at the end, they are going to get bitter and get angry with God, with church, with everything. Prayer. It shall wear the saints. You know, many are weary. They are being worn out by the spirits. The way Satan has arranged the world, you will be worn out if you are not a person of prayer. There is in law. There is this one. There is that one. Sometimes people come from work with pressures, threats and the rest. It lands on some people, but they never feel it. Some other people, they cannot sleep, they lose their appetite, then they begin, it begins to affect their health. I have discovered those that people speak against and it doesn't move them an inch are people of prayer. There has to be a source that supports you from the beginning. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is true. Hallelujah. This is the aspect of prayer that the church must get used to. And I'm emphasizing that this has to be a regular thing. How excited are you when, when they ask you to come for prayer meeting? You know, some live very far and they have to stream. I understand. Some other people, it's not that you live far. It's that, that getting up on Saturday morning is a burden. You are playing into the hands of the enemy. Those who pray in many churches who come for prayer meeting are those who are already praying very well at home. Those who need it most are never there. You see, God is not a man and he will never become a man. He's not going to bend this rule for you. What you need to know through Bible study, you will never know another way. No angel will appear to you and put the Bible on your forehead and you start knowing scriptures. Are you getting what I'm saying? You have to understand this. Some of the people, you know, like I said, honestly speaking, it gets to me. At times, I'll just be like, oh, Lord, we do the least we can do. I will kneel down and pray. Because even if the Lord reveals a problem about, uh, about to happen in the future, I pray seriously about them. I pray. Many of the dreams you have, let me tell you something, a mystery about dream, of dream. Many of the dreams you have, many times, some dreams are just there, nothing, but many others. It is your spirit trying to reveal to your soul what is going on. When your body is still and you are quiet, when your soul goes to sleep, your spirit becomes active. And at times, trying to play a video of what has happened, what is happening, what is about to happen to your soul. But here is what happened. There is a, a world of difference, world of difference between the spiritual language and the soulish language. Sometimes if a dream is in, revealed, it takes an anointing or grace to interpret, to understand the meaning. A dream might go this way, but the meaning is this way. It might just be one thing in the dream. Out of 20 things you saw, just one thing. That is the main message in that dream. Yeah. If you are not a spiritual person, you will not know. 
Somebody dreaming that somebody dying might not mean physical death. A communication is being, something is being communicated to you that it takes being spiritual person to understand. Are you getting what I'm saying? Hi. I will never in my life be too weak to do things that will develop my spirits. I know Satan hates me. And I hate him also. So I'm not going to be in an arena where I will play into his hands. So you wake up Saturday morning, you feel tired and then you stay back. But every day, 5 a.m., you're on your way to your office and you are never tired. Don't you think something is wrong? And this one is just 7 to 8. You can go back to your house at 8.30. The one you are doing on Monday, you are not going back to until 9 p.m. in the night. Yet to go for this one and then you are not going for this one. And in some case, when you tell some people that there is a wedding, aye, you will need to tie some people down for them not to go. The energy there is when it comes to parties. And they don't even know them in that party. No representative at the kitchen, nothing. They don't know you. They have carried 10 trays past you. They are not serving you. And you are angry. And you keep going. Pastor Shade, Brafemi, the head of Kappa, Pastor Shade, his wife, one of the pastors, they, I mean, the Brafemi's wife, uh, mom went to be with her. The mom went to be with the Lord some, day, some weeks ago. And yesterday was the barrier. After Messi account, I had to go there because we had representative. I saw the people around the table were looking at us. I saw partially just when they brought Chinese, and I love Chinese. Then they brought English. Partially whispered, partially there is barbecue, there is this drink, there is that, and I said, you want me to add weight here? But I just, I was just there briefly. As soon as I arrived like this, food started flying. I said, this is the kind of party that I go for. <laughs> They don't know you. You are just there with your gilly. <laughs> and they are passing you. <laughs> Brother, life can be better than that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you're ready for any party, I just want to know, do I know anybody serving? Once I don't know, I'm not coming. <laughs> There's no need to waste time. <laughs> Hallelujah. I saw the woman beside me. She was wondering, who is this guy that they are bringing everything to? Because some of the pastors were with me. Our table was just... And there was one caterer that was partially sent her. She came into the door with the tray. She wanted to go and she just called her from her. No, this table... Another people are... You know, in Africa, they can get angry very easily. Ah, why that table? It's because we have a... Repre- <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Like Liverpool slugger, we never walk alone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? Men ought always to pray. Spiritual strength, stability. People have served God for 50 years and they are still serving Him. They are never weary. You know, I found out ah, this part, sir, Zachariah, they were buried. Maybe when the angel Gabriel appeared to him, maybe it was about 90, I don't know his age. Bible said they were old and well-stricken in years. But Zachariah never stopped discharging the duty of high priest. 
Even though he was praying for that they were having children, he did not have his own, he was not weary. I told of a pastor that it was when he was 57 that he had his first child. The wife was 51. In the city where the evil Muslims were calling to greet them, non-Christians were greeting them. But all those years, there was a supply of strength that didn't make them to stand there and say, all this time that we are doing this for God. People who talk like that, they lack spiritual strength. We come from constant prayer. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Praying. All types of prayer and supplication in the spirits. The Lord is calling to men. They should be the one putting the family in the car and driving them to the place of prayer. Unfortunately, it's not so. The nice ones tell the women to go. They stay back at home. What are they doing at home? They are thinking. <laughs> Spiritual strength. It takes a measure of stamina to be where you have access to money that is not yours, yet will not touch a cobble. What about when you are 45 and you are a multi-millionaire and you are 30 girls in your organization working for you, yet you are not straying? It takes a spiritual strength. The Bible said the old world lieth under wickedness. It's a dark world. It's a falling world. Lost is everywhere. Temptations are everywhere. Anger, offense. It tries to land on some, but like they weed it immediately. They clean it. Because they pray regularly. As the thing is trying to take root in the leaves. Because they pray regularly. But it comes to some and it stays. How many saints are being won? Satan is really wearing them out now. How many? All over. Yeah, people said I used to be a Christian. You know, I used to be very active in church. And there are people who are just running from pillar to pillar. There are many Christians who they are doing exactly what Jesus said they should cease from. Come unto me, you that labor and that heavy laden. There's so much a load. There's so much load. You see, as you pray, it's not about Lord. I want to can receive a car tomorrow. That prayer is regulating the activities of your around the environment towards you. A part of it goes into what is going on in your office. A part of it goes into what is going on in your family, on your streets. And it's like a spiritual tank. How filled up is your tank? And what is the capacity of your tank? Some have several tanks. Some have just one bed, one small tank. When we talk about light also, it's in dimensions. Your phone has light, but how far can that one see? If a new Range Rover faces you on the road, you will understand the power of headlamp. It's as if your own car is 1992 model. <laughs> Are you getting me? You know, I, was, I was somewhere and I saw how angry the woman was. It was a camp, one of the camps. I don't want to mention the name. As she was coming, she had her head full light on. And this Jeep faced her with all full light on also. And she began to curse the guy. And the, yeah, the man had to wind and say, Madam, but your own light is already. Is it my fault that your light is small? Because when the guy sees his own light, just on her face. 
And so she, she couldn't move. So he was coming, she was going, so she stopped and began to curse. Well, it's not responsible for your predicament. It's your light, for light past light. Are you with me? I am asking all of you, see, there is a reason. I'm looking at my time because I have repented. Third service is going to start. So, I want to make sure that there is at least 15 minutes before between first and second service. They have said that I am the troubler of Israel. So, yes, when we do the last meeting, I asked for feedback. And I told them to have the freedom to, to share. So they said, at times, I don't let first service close on time. It almost runs into second service. So I said, okay, I, I will repent. So, amen. <laughs> I have repented. Amen. And the day I don't show that fruit of repentance. <laughs> Are you with me? I want to stop here. As someone heard me this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Rise up, everybody. Thank you. Please, shall we rise? We do service on Sunday. We do service on Wednesday. Those are the two services. We pray on Saturday. Make up your mind. All of you coming on Wednesday, you know. Sometimes I feel the ability of the anointing more on Wednesday than Sunday. Three meetings in a week. Put the three of them together. They are not up to 12 hours in a week. Three meetings. Don't select Sunday. And if you are very far, if you are very far, watch Wednesday and join prayer meeting. Get up from your bed, put on your phone if you are very far and watch. But if you are anywhere in the Keja and around, not too far, Ogba and all those places, you should be here on Saturday morning. We said, wear your joggers. Prepare as somebody going. Those who go to gym, they go very early. Come pray. Go and jog from there. You will still get back to your house 10. You have the whole day to yourself until they sell in the evening. We are trying to multiply household centers so that you don't go far from your house to attend one. It's part of tentacles that we are planting. So if we had household, which is they just four meetings. Four meetings. They are not up to times people will spend watching three movies in a week. Four meetings. So what the Lord cannot do for man is that the Lord will not bypass your laziness. The Lord did not help me to wear this shirt this morning. I don't know whether an angel appeared to you and wore your own for you. But that, maybe you are more spiritual, but that did happen to me. I took my shoe with my two hands and put it on. Why? God already gave me strength. And it's not going to help me. It's not my errand boy. So I will stretch my leg. Oh yeah, angel, put it. Put this one. No. What God has given you ability to do, he will not do for you. You are not sick. You are not yet to want to lie down Saturday morning and then just nothing good comes that cheap.
thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I have had a little privilege in my life a few times to minister to some names that you know. Sometimes, many of them don't come here. Somebody will just, maybe somebody's uncle, or just walk up to me and show that my uncle is also a person, you know him. That I know, but I said, Pastor, can you, he's going through this, can you come and see, can I invite him or can you see him? I usually, those meetings are coded. That they come in when there's nobody here, or they ask you to meet them somewhere. And I hear what guys on the other side do to rice and what they are still doing. Terrible. So now it has become a bondage and demonic oppression and they are looking for a pastor who will help them out of this oppression. So that you wonder that as they see you on TV, so this is what you do behind the scene. Do you know there are people who sleep in a coffin every night? There's a coffin in their room. That is where they sleep. And they tell a bill, oh God, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Somebody <laughs> he was waiting for a shell interview and he told me how many incisions they made on, on his body. I was talking to him. Somebody told me a relative of uh, somebody in their family who works in a mega oil industry got to office one day. Security called out to one side. Madam, you better pray very well that your guy was here overnight to have spiritual bad naked in the compound. I just wonder what will happen to Christians who just feel that, ah, you know, just lie down. You know, they are just, no, nothing. Become a man and a woman of prayer. Join others to pray. Men ought to pray and not to faint. You need that spiritual strength. No matter what is going on in your life, you are never tired because your supply is from another world. Is from the Father Himself. Hallelujah. Amen. Never discouraged. Enemy throws things that you are never discouraged. You don't find yourself crying. If you are crying, you are crying over lost souls. People do things to you. You know, I never read that Joseph was depressed once. With all that they did to him. In the prison, he was still the one noticing somebody that was not happy. Have you noticed? Let's have people go through an experience. They become so sad. Should we start telling some of the things some of us have been through and we still go through at times? But there is a supply of strength. This is why I love prayer meeting. Sometimes something happens and it wants to hit me. And I just go for a meeting and we begin to pray. I don't mention my issue or anything. They are just praying generally. I just join and I become energized as I begin to pray. It's like he steps down the thing. I have not seen the solution yet, but I'm energized. And soon and very soon the thing goes. I love prayer. It's the only way. The air is polluted. Screens polluted. Before we open it, now, it means, pornography means something entirely different to women than men. You have not opened Facebook page, advert full of nudity and all those things. You cannot let them stay in your soul. It will stay in you. As we drive around, we see all sorts. 
That's why the Bible said that men ought always to pray. You are dealing with those who bury and do all sorts to make headway in business. And your business is in their midst. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. As Satan is eyeing your children, he hates them for no reason. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Second service, I'm going to show you how prayer prevents evil in the future. These are parts of the Bible that people don't know. All they know is that, Lord, give me, give me, give me all those, Lord, all those against me, kill them. All those. If there is still prayer, see, as you are walking to your camp, you are praying in the spirit. You are doing something, and I will explain part of it. First of all, you are generating strength and stamina inside. You become like that guy, Jimmy, who goes to gym regularly. After all, you can carry things, loads of this world that will kill others who carry effortlessly. What other Christians are complaining about is a bread, is a meat for you. Why? You have grown. Some of you that go to gym, now there are things you can carry that I cannot carry. By the virtue of the fact that regularly you are trimming yourself. So you can carry things. There are people who can somersault. I used to be able to do it a little. But if I do it now, I will need hands laying. <laughs> but you understand? Yeah, abilities. The same thing as you pray regularly. Maybe Toby, you play ball, right? People like him can go to the field and for the next one hour, 30 minutes, he's playing one set after the other. But there are people, if they ask you, to run around the field and play ball for three, four minutes. You are panting. Like somebody being chased by spiritual forces. Ah, ah. Why? You are not used to that. He plays every day or every now and then. So, he has, so when you pray regularly, there is what you can undo that those who don't cannot. I invite you to prayer meeting on Saturday. I invite you Wednesday. Father, we thank you for your word. Bless your word. Let every era be blessed. Let us be doers of this word. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.